Welcome everybody to MagDX episode 8. Number 8. We're getting close to 10. The very, Ocho. Very close. The Ocho. The Ocho, yes. ESPN The Ocho. Which I hope they ever bring <laughs> that back. Because it's the best. <laughs> I am uh, GI Gamer1981 on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on there. And this uh, sexy author right here. And also Stephen King's arch nemesis is Trisha Nabara. He's mm, currently working he on wishes. his... Uh, Video game console collectors uh, and graphic artists for premium edition games. He's created a sequel to his console collector's field guide, a four-volume condominium packed with nearly 2,400 pages of consoles, handheld tabletops, and checklists for thousands of games, both popular and everyone's favorite, rare. Available <laughs> in digital or hot, hard copy editions. It's currently on Kickstarter with 15 days to go. You better get your butts on there and start pledging. Uh, currently, he's at twelve thousand one thirty-two above his ten thousand dollar mark. So, it is a guaranteed book with currently forty-seven backers. Let's get him to fifty by the end of the week. Yes. Uh, you don't have to buy all the books. Remember, it's a la carte. Whatever you decide you want. Let's say you want Super Nintendo, Sega. Deserve specific books for everything. If you just want an index of games, that's also on there too. How was your week going so far, Abara? It's going good. Oh, uh, well, this morning started out really crappy. I was in a like super pissy mood, like even before it started. And then I get halfway to work and I'm like, MF her. I forgot my badge. So oh, that's the worst. Oh, it was, uh, I was, it's the worst. I was not having it, dude. I was, and I was on the phone with Natalie at the time and she thought that I was like about to get into an accident or something <laughs> the way I yelled, but she was so nice in like, uh, actually brought the badge to me uh so i didn't have to go all the way back and then all the way back to work and that's the worst later um yeah but i i wasn't exactly late because i'm doing some stuff on the side for my work i, I showed you like the graphic design stuff they want to make sure that i'm logging the hours that i spend at home making that stuff for them for work right. yep. so it, it all evens out um that's awesome one thing to add for my book, uh, a lot of things, uh, one thing that people don't realize is if you buy the books on Kickstarter, they're discounted. They're not going to be discounted uh, whenever they're available later on uh, premiumeditiongames.com. So if you want to get them cheaper, you get them now. I would, for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Get that discount. Well, my side... Uh... I'll tell you what happened. Let's, let's talk old man talk. This will be exclusively on YouTube, by the way. So just <laughs> let you know. When we do pickups today, it's exclusively on YouTube if you want to see them. Uh, I uh, had a random AC thing happen. Every week so far, I kept randomly cutting off, and my house was getting extremely hot. So I talked to my neighbor, a.k.a. the, the lawyer, and he, mm. he basically said, hey, I had the same problem. He said I had a circuit breaker in my house. It basically fried. And so he had his electrician put up to 40 amps. Yeah. So I decided to go downstairs and check. Technically, you're not supposed to be at 40 amps on that AC. I'm just letting you know that. Uh, that I, I let him know, too. But uh, this one uh, right here that I have in my hands, uh, it was like basically like lava when you touched it. It like burnt the crap out of you. Which, if you have a bad circuit breaker, it can cause a fire. So me and my uh, Dang, my father-in-law, Joe, we went to the store, and we went to basically Home Depot, didn't have it. Lowe's didn't have it. So I had to go to Menards on Bellevue. So I stopped at three places to try to get it. They only had one left. Dang. I got it, and then basically we installed it. And if you never worked with my father-in-law, let me tell you a funny story <laughs> about him. Uh, when we get together, it starts off war. I instigate him to get him fired up. 
and he tries to instigate me to get fired up. So we get mad at each other, and then we just start laughing about it. So I was, I kept asking him, I was like, are you sure you know how to uh, hook those cables up? And I'm like, you sure you don't want to turn the electricity off? And he's like, don't effing tell me what to do. And then I'll be laughing and stuff. And I'm like, are you sure? Because uh, one time it was really funny. Uh, he was doing a plug for my, my, uh, my brother-in-law. And he stuck the, the the screwdriver too close to the thing, Smart. and it lit him up. And I started laughing, and all he was doing to me the entire time was like, "Fuck you! Don't fucking laugh at that." He's like, "I could have died." And I was like, "But it was hilarious because you fucking I told your ass not to not to not turn off the stuff." So we always get these like shenanigans uh, and stuff, but it's fixed, and my house is uh, completely uh, free of nice cold air now instead of muggy ass like it was for the last couple of days. Uh, also, uh, I am still dealing with, uh, me being working by myself and like this morning, uh, my, my cohort had, had his car robbed, which sucks for him. He Whoa. got, yeah, he got broken into. Oh. And so he had to deal with that. So I had to do the whole thing by myself today. It's not a big deal. I'm glad he's okay. and didn't get hurt or anything like that. But what he did was he went, he went, he bought this, this screen. It's the one I told you he bought the screen from Japan. It was te- from Tesla. Yeah, and he hooked it into his truck. Oh, and so when someone saw it. Did that get stolen? Yeah, that got stolen. Oh no! <laughs> he just got it like he just got it like two weeks ago. Uh, so I feel bad for him. Dude. So I hope everything works out for him with insurance and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, and you know, our also our other fun that we've had dealing with my Hugh Sink that yeah. just really wants to do what it wants to do. It's kind of like Catch Me Outside. <sighs> you know, it just it'll turn on when it wants to turn on. You know, so yeah. Uh, it's on its way, but here's the funny thing. I got both lights, right? The clips, uh, show an ETA of the end of the month. So I'm going to get the lights before I get the clips. <laughs> wait, 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 what did you end up getting? So I got the, I got the, uh, the, the glowy version of the lights. You know, like the hue, like the, the, what they call them? Hue play. The, the ones that wrap behind the TV, the 75 inch ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the two of the, the speaker ones. So like, you know, the, the two big, those, dude, ones. those, those should actually have the clips, like the, the mountain clips in, in the box. Yeah. But you gotta remember, I didn't buy them brand new. They're only oh, counterparts. Oh, forgot. I forgot. So, yeah. So I, because basically if, just to let you guys know, if you want cool lights behind your thing to interact with your games, it costs pretty expensive. Uh, just yeah. for those, just for those <laughs> lights, it's like two hundred, two hundred and eighty-eight dollars just for the lights. And I was able to get all these lights for like under two hundred dollars. So it, it was funny too, because like you know, I it started. I I got like one Alexa, like one Amazon Echo, and then Coffin comes over. He's like, "Oh, that's cool." And he gets an Amazon Echo and some lights. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I get some more lights. And then he's like, oh, that's cool. And we just, we're not like one-upping each other. But we just want the other person's cool shit. So, well, what happened was I, I, I showed him control. the Hue Sync first. I showed you the Hue Sync first. And you're yeah. like, I those. So I had to buy a new one thinking because my lights. What happens is when I turn it on, it works when I turn the power on. After the power you know, after I change it, like let's say I change the switch or something like that, it doesn't work. It, like the lights just dim. I don't know why. So I've done a new yeah. Hue Sync. I've done new 
HDMI cords. I've done a new receiver, and now I'm the only thing I can think of is these lights. So now I'm doing the lights. But when I showed him when it was working, he loved it. So then he did it, and then I was like, "Wow, you actually got those! I want to get those too." And literally, we turned our freaking our basements into the, uh, to a gigantic <laughs> techno club. I literally like, let me show you guys so on YouTube. So now I got a freaking controller thing on top of my TV now. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like. I, I think it, I think we love arcades so much that we lived there so long that I think it's like our safe place. Like, oh, we gotta have oh, neon. Oh, for real, dude! It's off. it's so comfortable. Like, it gives so much comfort in in like the nostalgia, just soaking it in. You know, these games right here just giving me energy like a spirit ball. <laughs> Mine's listening to Sandstorm and playing uh, SmackDown versus Sandstorm. Raw too. <laughs> <laughs> dude, imagine if we could actually find some like vintage uh, arcade carpet. Like that would that's like the pinnacle. I mean, I think I think once we get that, we've got everything we want. Dude, the original plan for this basement was I was gonna do it, but the square feetage of this, I was like, mm, that's, oh, it's insane. It's about, it's about three to four thousand dollars just to get the carpet not including the pads and everything that you have to yeah. do for it. I can't make this place look like a bowling alley. I would have I would technically have to have a bowling alley as well. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Oh, but yeah, that was my that was my crazy week. Uh today we're gonna talk about, you know. Uh oh! One more thing before I start, before I get yelled at, uh, Jeff Getsky, <laughs> Jeff Getsky, Jeff Getsky, Jeff Getsky, Jeff Getsky. What happened was I tried to not give out a real name last week, and someone got a little like, "Hey, yo, why are you calling me Gleese?" Uh, I tried to be cool. I didn't want to give out names for it, but also I was on 23 hours of staying up before I did the last podcast, and I literally made a green tea Arizona tea, and I took two monsters and dumped them in there, as I call them the go-go juice. And I was like wrecked last week. So if I, I screw up anything, uh, I'm sorry. Full throttle with a patriotic eagle today. I got I'm my. Uh, on Nos. I'm sorry, Nos. Sorry, my, uh, Nos. My zero Please sugar. Sponsor me. I love you. I if you, you sponsor me, I'll only drink Nas. I promise. I will hook an IV of Dr. Pepper up if you sponsor me, Dr. Pepper. I will walk <laughs> around with it for reals. But I'm sorry, sir. I apologize to the doctor, uh, Dr. Pineapple uh, Getsky. Now, DPG, as I like to call him for short. I apologize. So I just want to get that out of the way. Uh, I don't apologize. Today- now I'm just going to call him Gleese on purpose. <laughs> What's up, Gleese? we're gonna do we're gonna do our our pickups uh bars night of the movies we're gonna do we're talking about the crazy weekend which was evo 2023 uh we're also gonna be talking about uh plot twist in video games mag dx retrospective which is basically we gave each other two games we're gonna talk about those and then last week's corrections get ski last week's corrections get ski last week's corrections (laughs) get ski I'm going to have a get ski field day today. So yeah. let's do this. All right. Uh, we're going to go with pickups. We'll start with you first, sir, as usual. Okay. Uh, what did I don't you get this week. I don't have anything to sh- actually show right now, but it's because I took it to work already. Okay. Um, I got, are you familiar with new wave toys? Yes. The mini so, arcades. And all that yeah. Stuff. The mini arcades. It's one six scale in there. So MF and detailed. It's crazy. Um, they also make stuff like change machines and little boom boxes and and whatever. But uh, last year, probably around this time, I think I've been waiting a year for these things to like ship and, and deliver. But uh, this time, um, uh, a couple of days ago, I got in the mail uh, a mini Coke machine. Yes. 
Yeah, it's a Coca-Cola machine, one six scale, and uh, you know it, it's actually a fridge, so it holds uh, you know one or two sodas. So um, does it have a uh, mini, mini like tiny cans? Yes, you you actually load six cans into the into the thing, and then you can like put tiny, teeny, tiny little quarters in the the money slot, and you put two quarters in, and then you can push a button, and it vends a can. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I I always I wanted their uh, their change machine, like you know the arcade change. Yeah, machine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they dude, had a really cool one of that. Those too, because it's a USB like uh, charger too. It's a charging hub. That's awesome. So not only is it cool looking, it's actually like functional. But that's yeah, that's the... my that's my major pickup for the week. Uh, that was really my only pickup. Well, I got one surprise for you that I know you you've been dying to see. So all my Ooh. pickups. Uh, I'll start off first. Uh, thanks, Getsky, for this one. Uh, another correction for you. Getsky uh, gave me this game. So, Getsky, I appreciate it. Uh, great, great game, Getsky. Thank you, you Dr. Gleason. <laughs> uh, we went to this place called the Brash Armadillo. My wife loves it. We went on like a date night. We always go thrifting during the date nights. We're going to be doing it on Friday as well. We're going to go downtown Omaha and do it as well. Uh, I looked around and I'm going to tell you what, man, the prices are insane now in these thrift stores, like in sanity. Like I yeah. saw, I saw CDs going in there for like $30. It was nuts, but I did find one cheap game. Uh, I like this game a lot. I know they have it on the PS4 upgrade, but, uh, this is a star Wars bounty hunter. Yeah. And, uh, it, for those, for those collectors, by the way, this is exclusively on YouTube. Uh, it has the, everyone's favorite registration card. No. Registration card. Oh, very nice. Uh, I paid 20 bucks for it. It retails around 30 $35. I know there's like a limited one, but this one had a variant to it too. Variant collectors, whatever. Uh, it has a Django Fett promo card for the uh, trading card game that came with it. Wow. Uh, so not too shabby. And uh, I like the game a lot, so I'm, I was happy to find it. I, there's a limited edition to that game too that goes for astronomical prices. Uh, this one was uh, bought on the uh, trade agreement, thanks to uh, a bar over here. We have a MagDX trade agreement. <laughs> and uh, I walked in, and I got God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, – I haven't got to play it yet, but I, I basically was telling him it's basically – he gave me a son that I can teach him how to button mash and kill people. So that's mm. going to be great. I, have an, I now have a virtual son. So I have three boys and a virtual son now, so that's pretty awesome. Uh I didn't get to show this last time, but uh, I'm a big Dead Rising fan, so I bought the original Dead Rising yeah. on PS4. And this one is a day one exclusive. Uh, they have like this little shiny front to them. This might be a subset sometime down the road for Xbox, but I didn't have Dead Rising 3. Uh, I never played it before, and I, 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 I'm hoping it's good. I, I like the it is. It's, it's actually really good. It's really fun. So I can't wait to try it out. I yeah. love Capcom. Capcom and me are like you know, nice warm bed. Did you play Love Dead it. Rising 2? Love it. It's more of the same. Also, uh, Big Frank's Package. Uh, yeah, Dead Brief. Rising 4. I, I never played Big, Big Frank's Package, but... Dude, so you get uh, all these Street Fighter things, like you get Zane Grief and Mega Man and all these Capcom characters, and you yeah, can, yeah. like, use their weapons in the game. It's ridiculous. They have this crazy awesome. DLC for it. Uh, also... So you mentioned the MAG-DX, uh, like, trade agreement. It's actually called the SIFTA. SIFTA. We, we, we joke around at SIFTA. It's the Coffin Ibarra Free Trade Agreement. 
Yep. So, uh, you know, we, we just pick up stuff for each other every once in a while or whatever. If, if he needs a game and I've got it in my collection and vice versa, then we just pass it along. Correct. Also, like, uh, you know, what happened was I bought him a Double Dragon Switch mm-hmm. uh, for the Switch, and then he uh, he snuck attacked me with with the uh, the God of War. So, yep. uh, hashtag Glow Whore. Another 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 hashtag. I'm going to start presenting to everyone Glow Whore. <laughs> I love glow in the dark stuff, and so this cool Predator. Uh, this is actually uh, this is actually original from the '90s. This is from the Kenner line, and he's all decked out with his stuff. Uh, he has a cool mask in the front. I didn't realize is he has an alien chest as oh, his yeah. piece, which I thought was pretty cool. And you found this savvy guy, my glow in the dark block. I never got the glow in the dark version for the IM eight bit, but I do have yeah. the glow in the dark version of Blanca here. Uh, all my desk is like a glow in the dark shrine. So when I start off my desk, it all glows, which is hilarious. So awesome. hashtag glow whore, love it. And then uh, finally, you're gonna love this one. So all the way from Japan. Uh, this one is uh, a Resident Evil one I've been looking for for a long time, and this is Gun Survivor 2, uh, Biohazard. Nice. This is uh, Code Veronica, and what people don't realize about this, this was an arcade game in Japan, and uh, what would happen is you do like Resident Evil, you go through room to room. It's in Code Veronica, of course, uh, but if you don't in the time, by, if you don't get done <laughs> by the timeline, Nemesis comes out and chases you. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a mix between three and four. It is a terrible light gun game on the <laughs> PS2, just to let you know. But what's cool about this, this GunCon 2 is black. And as you well know, we don't have those kind of guns here because they look realistic. I'm shocked they even got this through FedEx without getting in trouble. Oh, I know it. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of that, um, so you know that uh, that uh, the Hori, H-O-R-I, that uh, you know peripheral maker, yeah. Um, they made the light gun Beretta, which I saw here. That thing is insane. Yeah, which I've got in my collection. That thing is ridiculous. I mean, holy crap, is it real looking? It looks um, scary real. Yeah, and I, I bought a second one off eBay in the U.S. and it shipped through the mail, no problem. But you know, just in case, I was like, "Hey, dude, can, can, like I told the seller, can you just like put an orange tip on it, just like you know, duct tape or something, just in case." Because I don't want anyone like confiscating that stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Or you get the or you get an ATF <laughs> call. Uh, last but not least, I, I don't have it on me. I'm sorry. I put it in my PS5, but I finally bought SSD for my PS5. I got a two terabyte. Uh, it's called Nextdoor, and it's basically what was going to happen was this Japan company was going to be the official release for PS5. It has a heat sink on it and everything. Uh, it was currently on Amazon for one eleven. Uh, right now, they also have a four for two thirty-eight. I think it is. Hmm. But let me just tell you a little funny story before we go down this rabbit hole. Let me just explain something to you. So this PS4 hard drive will work on your PS5. You can play games off this hard drive. This one right here is a PS5 one. You cannot play it off the actual hard drive. That's stupid. This is what also happens. You can only hook up one of these, just one. You cannot hook up both of them. So if I have to download a PS5 game, I have to throw it on this and then bring back my PS4 one. And I have to shut down the PS5 to put this back on there. If I pull it, it basically corrupts these hard drives. And what I'm talking about, if you don't see it, it's basically an external hard drive. Uh, 
internal SSD will let you download the games, right? But yeah. if you don't have room, you have to move it to this external drive. You don't get patches or updates. <laughs> and then when you decide to push it back, you get patches and updates for them. That's the craziness of freaking PS5 storage. That I sounds really convenient. Really stupid, by the <laughs> way. And they just did a release of 8 terabytes. And I'm like, why wouldn't you put in there, did you use a storage? But they're, all they're afraid of is someone's trying to hack it. And so they don't want to, like, release it. And Sony, you're the dumbest people with storage. You've done it terrible for years. The 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 the, the ones for the, the Vita and all that stuff, you can only buy the Sony ones. You, you don't know what you're doing with storage. Leave it the F alone. It just drives me nuts that I've literally paid four hundred dollars yeah. basically PS5 to make these things work, which is That's ridiculous. So dumb. And I downloaded PS4 games because I can play PS4 games on like Resident Evil uh, Four. I yeah. play it on the hard drive because I can play it on the hard drive without killing my freaking storage. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pickup. Uh, I'm sorry. You, you would it. think they'd have it figured out. I mean, yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a top of the line piece of consumer tech. But uh, that sounds cumbersome as shit. When I bought the hardware, the WD, I was like, okay, no more shit. I can just download to it. And then when I went home, I tried to put something on there, and it's like, no, nah, you can't use it that way. And I was like, what wow. the hell? And I said, so I have to throw it in there as like kind of like, like it's kind of like you know, you like you have an attic. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna throw my game in the attic, and I'll play it later. Okay, I want to play it now. Now I gotta pull it down from the attic. I gotta yeah. get all the strings out and all that type of stuff. That's what it does. It sucks. It totally sucks their storage thing. Dude, I I actually so how much how much was the storage? Like how much of those things? Uh, it was two terabytes for uh one eleven. It was that was on Amazon. I don't know if it, it was a limited time deal at the time. So check this out. It would almost be better to, to buy another PlayStation 5. <laughs> almost. Correct. Yeah. And, and just and have two PlayStation 5s. One with one set of games, one with another set of games. Because, dang, that storage is expensive sometimes. I, I don't get, like, how, especially Xbox. Like, whenever they, they uh, launched the Xbox Series X, and had those external drives, like what was uh, what was one terabyte? Like almost over two hundred dollars or something. They they just fixed it. WD just got it, and now it's like fifty bucks. Sure, yeah, but at, yeah. at launch though, launch it. It was, it was like to half the price of a console. They're trying to do proprietary on it. That's why. So the yeah. same thing was going to happen with the PS5. With the one that I have, like when I opened the box, it had all PS5 logos. And when I when I did some research on the company, what happened was COVID hit. And PlayStation mm-hmm. backed down the license, but PlayStation was like, hey, you can still use our our pictures, you can still use yeah. all the stuff like that, and you can sell them on your own. And so that's what they did. They decided to sell them on their own, and yeah. they're not bad. They they run as uh, fast as the Barracudas. And I've played, yeah. I put Final Fantasy 15 in here, mm-hmm. or was it 16? Is it 16? 16, yeah. 16, the one yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So I put it in there, and it like, boom, 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 and went super fast. Wow. But I've already filled up probably about 80% of it because I have a lot of PS5 games. I'm ashamed of myself. Fighting games like suck them up. Call of Duty sucks them up. It's just bad news. But those are my pickups. Uh, next, we're going to go to our favorite uh, classy week, and that is uh, Abara's uh, Night at the Movies. Uh, last week, he had Alien 3, and then he will give us a review. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about it, and then we will do his next week's homework. You don't know how perfect your last, uh, the, the last part of the, the, the last segment 
was as far as a transition to this. Because this is going to be the shortest Ibarra at the movies that we've ever done. Guess what game? I mean, guess what movie? Guess what Blu-ray does not play on a PlayStation 5? Really? Yes. That's it will not crazy. play. Did you try downloading the, 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 the PD Live driver? What? <laughs> so there's a there's a there's a BD live uh in media that you can download and it will basically read any like Blu-ray discs. It like say they go on the Xbox. On the PlayStation say, 5? I think so. because uh, oh, mine mine all be... play on mine on there, but I mean like Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to check that afterward. Because dude, yesterday I usually watch the movies on a Monday so that they're fresh in my mind for Tuesday. Yep. Which is when we record. Um I didn't get to watch it yesterday so uh first thing whenever i got home i went downstairs i i was uh doing some like uh print shop work but as it was printing then i went over and i popped it in my playstation 5 it did some menu stuff it, it even said something yeah there there actually was something about like it uses the latest blu-ray technology and uh if if it doesn't work then reference blah 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 or whatever um but yeah, it, it just it goes to nothing. It's just a blank screen. Yeah, so you'll have to like when you go in the media side of it, you'll have to uh -huh. look it up, and then it's like it's called like I think it's BD Live because basically what happens is is that these companies what they did was they give you all these interactive things to it to make it yeah kind of like, like the that. new one yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah correct so it's it's dumb and uh, what we can do is we can hold off next week's and then we'll okay. do that one yeah well hey I'll, I'll use this as an educational moment he just he he uh said that you know blu-ray or bd live is is an interactive thing well the the I, I mentioned the new one so the new one was a pretty obscure console and it had kind of a uh similar like um technology to it it was supposed to be like an interactive dvd technology that could like play games and stuff uh there were actually a handful of movies that were new on compatible like new on enhanced quote unquote uh bedazzled was one of them um buckaroo bonsai was one of them uh oh gosh those are the only two that i can remember but i think there were two more and i think i want to say crocodile dundee was one of them too great great movie yeah uh so there were like four different DVDs that were new on compatible, but then the new on the players themselves, Toshiba had one, but it was a Samsung technology. Uh, Samsung and new and Toshiba had these players that if they were new on compatible, you could actually buy new on video games in these That's like crazy. gold DVD cases. That's wild. Um, yeah. So like they actually had some pretty uh, recognizable exclusives like uh, space invaders XL. They had uh, Tempest 2000. I think it's Tempest 2000. If it's not 2000, it's 3000. I think it's Tempest 3000 because I think 2000 was on the Jaguar. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's a really obscure console. Um, I, oh, yeah, and I actually mentioned Toshiba Tetris last uh, week. Um, it's a rare game, and I do mean rare because... Uh, it was like uh, supposed to be a pack-in title, but instead of packing it in the box, you actually had to mail away with a little slip and uh, get the game through the mail. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah the uh, it's weird because I remember when Universal started it, 
they would have like like I remember I remember I, I can't remember what the movie it was. It it was it was a oh it was when they did the re release of Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and I had a, I had a, I had a Blu Ray player and it wouldn't work. It That's just so work weird. And it, so I had to buy I had to, I had to use it I had to use the PS3 to download the software to play it on there, which was and like, uh, well what what surprises me and I mean we can go back to what we were saying about the PlayStation Five supposedly being so user friendly. I would think that it would recognize that that driver's not there and automatically download it. Why is correct. that not the case? Because Sony doesn't do anything with That's programming. That's idiotic. <laughs> it is. Well, I'll, I'll give you a little quick synopsis of the movie so people are aware of it. Uh, basically, it's the it's supposed it was supposed to be the final uh, nail in the coffin for the Alien series uh, back in the '90s, and. Uh, there's a lot of issues with the movie because they had uh, directors that weren't getting to do their vision. Fox was mm. always getting in the middle of it. They also, like Sigourney Weaver, was was notoriously known for holding uh, the the people hostage for money. And so there was like a whole bunch of craziness. It had a really bad, a bad <laughs> uh, process through the whole thing. Rewrites, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. But... but uh, but I do, I do like the ending of the movie. I do like some of the parts of the movie, which we'll talk about later. But uh, we'll do that next week, and then I'll keep these selections here for next All week. Right, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna right when we get done with this podcast, I'm gonna pop on that PS5 and see if I can get that BD Live crap uh, downloaded. That is so bizarre, man. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, if not, just let me know, and I'll look it up too. Maybe it might not be that, but it, I know it's like some kind of programming on there that you that you will do. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, this is going to be a big deal. I'm going to have a, a lot to go over, so I apologize. Uh, for Evo 2023 was this weekend, which was yeah. so epic. So epic. There was a lot of good fights. Uh, I am a little pissed off about Killer Instinct being an exhibition and not a freaking Evo yeah. trophy. That kind of pissed me off. And no one's doing coverage of it. They just act, they just treat it like it's an exhibition. They had the best fighters on Killer Instinct ever. Like- I think I think Max actually did do some coverage of it, but that's Max. I mean, that's his that's his jam. Well, he built it. He actually was yeah. part of that team that built exactly. it, so which is crazy. So the highlights of it, and I'm gonna do go over all the uh, basically spoiler alert. If you don't want them, uh, I would just uh, move uh, along. If you don't want to hear the it, news but is out there. I mean, the news is no definitely gonna, out there. Yeah, the news is out there. So MK1 uh, reptile got officially released yeah. now imagine this they went old school with him they made him human but he can transform into like basically he looks like a giant alligator and he, he does, looks like, like Ripter. yeah it's really cool well they made him off the mk the mortal kombat movie remember the mortal kombat movie he was that big yeah. lizard mm-hmm. they yeah. they incorporated in there which i like uh, I also like that they do half and halves with him when he like when he's uh, you know running through the screen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Uh, one person I'm super excited for all the PS2 love in the world for it seems like this game's getting all kinds of PS2 love. Uh, Havoc is back. Havoc is oh, insane. Yeah, Havoc. He can rip his arms off. He can rip his body <laughs> arms off. He can like attack with. Yeah, he's himself. like rotten or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's such a weird character. Crazy. And Azra is back. And she got a really, really cool upgrade. Like she, she's a basically like a like kind of like a demon, but they came her like kind of like angel wings and all kinds of cool stuff. Hmm. Uh, also, a super B list 
cameo fighter, which is uh, Serena. You'll see her in the, the trailer. She looks like the devil. And so that was the big thing for Mortal Kombat 1. Street Fighter 6, uh, there is a, a new character called A. I just call her AKI, Aki. Uh, you remember that creepy girl in Killer Instinct? Like oh, the yeah. spooky character? Well, mm-hmm. Street Fighter 6 is getting one of those characters, and she is scary as hell. Uh, they showed her a release, and she looks terrifying. Which is, I think is, is her name like Misako or something like that in, in Killer Instinct? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you, if you look her up, AKI or, or Aki, she's like crazy. Also, two announcements. Ed's going to return in the winter, and Akuma is pegged for spring 2024. So you'll be getting Akuma in 2024 spring. So probably about March time frame when that's going to be coming out. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, which I thought was going to happen, Capcom is making the online fighting section. They're dropping T- TMNT theme gear uh, for the game. So you can get the turtles on there. I'm hoping they'll bring a shredder out because I would love to deck out my character in shredder gear. Uh, that uh, got released Tuesday. Uh, and also, uh, a new character that they already announced was released today. Tekken eight blew my mind. Like the character Raven. Who's that dude made... with the, the X in his face? Which one? On Tekken. Tekken eight. On X. Got I don't like know. X scars or whatever. That's all I saw. That's all I remember. Anyway, I go ahead. Uh, Tekken eight. Uh, Raven looks amazing. They made him like a, like kind of like a, like your guy, Dr. Strange. Where he had, he could jump through portals. He has like different, oh, uh, different portal versions of him that can fight in the thing. You'll have to check it out. But the craziest one was is a Cena A S U C E N A. They call her the Coffee Girl. And imagine, yeah. imagine Eddie. Imagine Eddie with Neo from the Matrix. She can dodge attacks. Like if someone punches, she could swoop around them. And get behind them. Oh, and she, crazy. they were showing this crazy defense she was doing. It was nuts. I was like, dude, she's going to be the one that everyone's going to play because you won't be able to hit her. Like, Dang. she's absolutely crazy on her movement. It's like Neo. It's like watching him doing uh, uh, bullet time, slow motion going on behind yeah. people. Dude, it was nuts. But they call her the Peruvian coffee queen. <laughs> she drinks coffee and stuff like that. I, I think your wife would absolutely enjoy her uh, with her little theme. Uh, Neo Geo love for you. Oh uh, yeah. City of the Wolves is getting a reveal. It is off the, the, the Wolves series. Yeah. Looks Fatal Fury, awesome. baby. My other favorite game, Guilty Gear Strive, is getting Johnny, which I'm pretty excited about. He is a definitely a sponge. Uh, he's going to be great. N- Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is still going. They're getting a robot plankton. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Killer Instinct is going to get a 10-year patch, and it's going to have it's going to include a balance update, improved matchmaking, and 4K support for Series X and S. And that's coming out probably at the end of the year. That's what they they were saying. Uh, big winners uh, for Street Fighter VI: Angry Bird from Jordan UAE won. Tekken 8, uh, Ashlyn Ash from Pakistan, he won. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, which was the craziest fight I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to have to watch Fujins. that. Uh, 
Ninja Killer two one two finally got over the hump and he won he won the MK eleven uh, tournament. And he's been trying to do it for years. You had Sonic Fox and all them in there. They had really mm-hmm. really big competitors. This was the last time he could actually win it. And he, dude, I mean, he won by like this much. That finals was nuts. And then uh, Nikki from USA won the Killer Instinct exhibition. Uh, Nikki was also the best player in Killer Instinct even before that. So that's mm-hmm. basically all the uh, crazy announcements that happened to Evo for yeah. sure. So I do have three things real quick. Uh, I was I was close on her name. I, it's not Misako. It's Hisako with an H. Okay. So I was close. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. And then uh, second thing I just realized. So this is episode eight. The Ocho. The Ocho. It's the eighth month today and the eighth day, and we're doing the eighth episode. Triple eight. Anyway, um, you might have muted yourself, by the way. Can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can. Okay. Okay. Third thing. Do me a favor. Go to Wikipedia. We'll do this live here. Go to Wikipedia. And uh, look up Evo 2016. And click on it and scroll down. You'll know when you see it. Justin Wong. Participants. So which one I'm supposed to be looking under? Yeah, you just scroll down and it, you, it's a pictures. It's it's a picture that you'd see. Okay. Oh, it is you. <laughs> <laughs> I scroll right past it. Holy shit. <laughs> like hello so sir. if you look up evo 2016 and you scroll down to the uh picture of uh what is that knuckle do knuckle do yeah knuckle do yeah there's some uh chump uh getting his autograph <laughs> that was me. the year you got me that uh that that uh it was that the year that you got that freaking samurai showdown it was that was it yeah that's crazy yep. i want to go i want to go to it so bad uh, it was also, so much fun man our boy, our boy Claire was there too. He was showing uh, pictures of him being there, and uh, in in our little group, uh, he was there for sure. I don't know if he oh, was Robin? playing. Awesome, I, yeah. awesome. Yeah, he was there. I, uh, I do want to go that. to it for real. Like, I want to, I want to do like a weekend there. I, I would just love to just smooth. Yeah, we need to, like we that. need to plan on going for sure, man. It'd be fun. Yeah, plus, what's a Melissa's never been to Vegas, so I think she would love to go to Vegas. Yeah, it's same out. with Natalie. She's never been to Vegas either. She's been wanting to go. So we we'll have to figure it out. We we'll have to definitely yeah. uh, figure uh, so because I know they don't want to go watch. We'll just like down. surprise them. We'll we'll be like, hey, we're going this particular weekend, and we won't tell them about Evo. Evo's here. What are you talking about? <laughs> How did that happen? Oh my Weird. god! Weird. <laughs> That'd be so odd. All right, next one we're going to talk about is uh, plot twists and video games, and what we mean is something that like completely surprised us, and you know we didn't, you know. There's some some games just like holy crap did that just happen like which yeah. is just wild. Uh, I have a couple. Uh, I'll let you go first, sir. Sorry. Uh, what plot twist? Uh, what are your favorite plot twists in video games? Well, um, I'm gonna start with uh, I think the first plot twist I ever experienced in a video game, and and instead of like doing a whole bunch of because I I actually picked five games, we can trade back and forth. Um, so number one. Super Mario Brothers. Your princess is in another castle. It happens over and over again. You get to, uh, you know, what you think is Bowser. 
And then all of a sudden, like you, you know, either beat him by fireballs or make him fall into the pit of lava. I uh, know it was actually a, uh, one of his Koopalings turned into a Bowser lookalike and uh, a mushroom retainer named Toad, or maybe it's one of his brothers or cousins or something like that. Because there can't be seven Toads. Um, yeah, they they say that the princess is in another castle. So. Also, by the way, I always laugh at this. I don't know if you ever noticed it. Like, doesn't he look like he's wearing a diaper? Like, it when... does. He totally does. <laughs> like, yeah, every yeah, time yeah. I see as a kid, I'm like, is he wearing a diaper? Oh, 100%. What you got? So, I'll say my first one, which was a, a crazy plot twist for uh, Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village. And, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, like this. But uh, Ethan Winters in the game, and when Resident mm-hmm. Evil 7, uh, he actually was killed. So, like, they do all this crazy stuff in the game where his arm gets chopped off and, like, all this weird stuff. He, like, dumps some medication on him and stuff. And they never explain it. Like, you know, does he did he get superpowers? You know, did did Mia... Like, there was all these theories, like, Mia gave him, like, these, you know, the same kind of virus that she was stuck with. Yeah. In the game, they call it the mold. And what happened was uh, the, the crazy dad in the Seven, uh, uh, Baker, he, uh, he killed him. He killed him right after he, uh, there's a scene where he's like, welcome to the family, he punches him. He actually killed him. And then he replaced him with the mold. And then they go into village and they explain it. And the person that's uh, the main, the main villain in the game, she actually controls the, the mold. So if she dies, they all die. And so they, they show like how, you know, why he's had all this ridiculous stuff happen to him and why he can't get hurt. It's because he was actually uh, infected with the same stuff that they were dealing with in the game, which I thought was a crazy, yeah. crazy little plot twist. I was like, "Wow, it's it's pretty." Uh, that was pretty interesting how Capcom pulled that off. I, right I'm now. gonna be a jerk right now. Oh, here we go. So, it's not the greatest game in the world, but it's got a plot twist. You you save this thing at the very beginning of the game, and you don't know that it's going to save you later. Well, in Super Metroid. Mother Brain's about to kill Samus, and this Metroid that you saved at the b- very beginning of the game comes and saves you and, uh, and sacrifices itself. Maybe I'm getting that wrong a little bit. So, Metroid 2, uh, Samus saved the baby. Oh, okay. Metroid, Metroid 2, 2 yeah. yeah. Sorry. And, that's, it and it thinks it's her mom. Yeah. So, this Metroid that you save in Metroid 2 comes and saves you from imminent death. And then uh, sacrifices itself. And that was, a, I mean, you're just like, holy crap. Are you kidding me? That just happened. And it gives you like superpowers and stuff. Super sand mode. <laughs> the yep. hyper laser. The, uh, another one that, and it's going to be your game that pissed me off. And I went, <laughs> I went six years not knowing this. So I played Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Yeah. There is a. So I thought it was one castle, and I beat it a hundred percent, and beat the game. Thought I beat it, and then I was talking to one of my friends like five years later, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like the upside down castle," and I was like, "What? We need an upside down castle now? Yeah, there's a, there's a whole another part of the game." And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So I I went on the internet and looked up like how. You, by the way, you have to have like certain glasses and shit, like to like to, all this like weird shit. You have to do Pacifics, and then it goes to Upside Down Castle, and I was like, "Mother effer, I did not beat this game." And I literally <laughs> went five years thinking like I, I totally conquered that game because I'm obsessed with Metroidvanias, and I don't like not missing something on the map. Yeah. And then Upside Down makes it a completely completely insane. Like you know, it's a it's a cool idea, but like I was like, 
how the hell did they develop that? Like, and it inverted the entire game. It's, it's oh, I know. nuts. Uh, well, by that time, you have so many like power ups to like traverse the the huge gaps that you wouldn't otherwise be able to like fly through and whatever. Like, but, what if what if you didn't have the bat? Like, okay, say for example, like you didn't have true. the bat power, you'd be screwed. You'd be yeah. absolutely screwed. It's, yeah, it, it's wild. Yeah, that one that one sucked as well. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got two left, and then a third uh, if we have time. Just real quick. But anyway, this other one, and I already mentioned one of the games in the series, Mario 2. You play through the entire game. Oh, guess what, guys? It was all a dream. You were dreaming. Yeah, too much pizza, man. He, he had a bad nightmare. <laughs> too, too much Italian pasta. That's right. <laughs> my Another one that, I, that, that blew my mind as a kid uh, was uh, it was a uh, reptile. Reptile was probably the first one that, like, the first one where oh, I was like, oh, yeah. is that, is that actually, like, a real thing? Do you actually fight them and stuff? But I'll tell you this crazy thing that happened to me, and no one ever talks about it, and it's wild. So, you know how you find Reptile? You basically, you basically don't get hit, you can't block, and you gotta do a fatality. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the times when I was playing the, I think it was the Super Nintendo or Sega version of the game, I did it in an endurance round one time. I did an endurance round. And what happened was when I beat Reptile, a green Sonya came out. And I was like, what? And and then basically, like, I had to fight her. So wow. I did this in the endurance round. This only happened once in my life. I've okay. never been able to attempt this again. But I beat him. And then she it basically he jumped out like the game. And then a, a green Sonya showed up. And I was like, oh, this ain't That's good. weird. And it was it looked like she was like a glitch. Like it looked like like a glitch. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I never I've never been able to pull it off again. I've tried it so many times because I'm like, did I make this up in my head? Like, is this something like I made up? So weird. And I and I was like, I was like, maybe it's just the coding in the game, you know what I mean? Like it's a considered an endurance round. But I did it. I was I was literally just being fucking cheap with sub zero. And then did the fatality, yeah. and then sure enough, we went down there and fought him. But what was crazy was a lot of people don't realize at the arcades you had to set him up on the on the PCB like to be on. Oh. And there's also things like he would come out and say like random stuff mm-hmm. that didn't yeah. make any sense. And there was like you had to look at the moon, and it had Santa Claus had to fly over it, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And like there's so many weird things in the arcade, but. Then it it spawned like Ermac. Like if if mm-hmm. Scorpion and Sub Zero run into each other, it says macro, and people thought it was like a secret hidden character and stuff. It's a lot of weird stuff. But well, I remember it, it in, er, Ermac actually. Like uh, I think the rumor started in GamePro. Uh, it was in a um, a video game magazine. Someone supposedly like snapped a Polaroid of running into Ermac. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I think that's where the whole story came from. But I mean, like, I think it was just faked. But then, no, like, it's, you know, it's real. It's oh. a, so what happens is if you put the two ninjas too close together, it'll turn red, and then it says it says a it's a it's an error macro. That was what they saw. They thought it was, oh. and so the, the people thought it was an ermac. And so then they're like, oh, we found this new character. So also, the the funny thing is that the character in Mortal Kombat Two in the background where he's on fire. Yeah. Uh, people called him Blaze, and then yeah. basically he became a character in the Armageddon game as the as the, <laughs> that the was big villain cool. at the end, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, next one, sir. 
next one uh, is, and, and the plot twist wasn't at the end of the game, like, you know, traditionally, like, blow your mind. It blows your mind, like, almost immediately. Uh, Super Mario RPG. Yes. Where, you know, you, you start this adventure, and mind you, like, you know, this was before the internet was a prolific thing. No one had cell phones. You'd look up, like, what's going to happen, and um, you could uh, more or less avoid spoilers uh, back in those days. Is this what came out in 96? 96. That was right. Um, so, you know, you start out and you think that you're going to rescue the princess. And then all of a sudden, bam, like the Bowser is not the enemy. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Just all this sword crashes through the castle and you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's it, when I first saw it, I was like, "What an interesting way of flipping it!" And then also becoming yeah. a buddy with you, and and like uh, it's it's hilarious. It was the first time Bowser was a uh, a, a likable character, you know, like uh, with personality. Yeah, and, and and also I loved him in the other series of that too, because like even with the Paper Mario ones and things mm-hmm. like that, like he's hilarious in that one too. They they oh, did yeah, such dude. amazing scripts for those games. They really do. It's awesome. I'm a huge fan of those. I'm trying to, the the other the the big one for me uh, also is uh, is what was crazy was was like who was this proto man that kept showing up in Mega Man uh. like just like what what and also what was crazy about it too was it's the first game when you did Mega Man three where you actually did the characters from two again so they had different levels. It did, and they were like these giant robots with the memory of those robots, like Airman and you know Metal mm-hmm. Man, all stuff like that. And I just thought it was interesting that like they that they flipped it because usually your your mindset is, oh, we beat all the robots, and then we go to Wily's Tower, and then we beat it, and then they're like, nah, we're gonna throw we're gonna throw a little 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 snowball in there, and they they did like kind of like a remix of all the the levels where you had to verse two robots in that level, which was pretty nuts. And then you find out that Proto Man was actually made before Mega Man, which was yeah. crazy. And he's wild. Oh, he's a prototype. Yeah, which I I thought was crazy, you know, in the game. That was a, that was a crazy like plot twist with it. Like, oh, he's Mega Man's brother. That's wild. That's crazy. They did that. I got a random question for you. Okay, Mega Man fan. Mm-hmm. We're both Mega Man fans. Yep. Uh, what's your favorite Mega Man? Oh, that's tough. Through the whole series, you mean like X and all those, like Zero and all those are main, main, main series. Main series. Main series. Oh man, uh, I know two is like everyone's holy grail, yeah. but I I love three. Three is like three to me. I, I think it's weird. I've seen a lot of people now like like starting to turn towards three as being better. I just think it gave more more insight to Mega Man's character. It mm. gave more insight to the series. Like oh, it's add two stuff into the game, which was yeah. pretty cool. And the Wily Tower is is probably one of the best ones they made. You know you know. I, I hate, but they, but the like, uh, Mega Man Two has that glitch. Like you can go to Wally's Tower and you screw up your your thing, and you can soft lock the game. Oh yeah. And so that, and then plus Rush, you had like the sub, you had the freaking the the jump thing. So it gave you all these new abilities. So I I like three a lot. Um, one more question: What's the best Mega Man sub weapon throughout the entire series? Uh, Metal Man. I love Metal yes! Man. Yes, Metal Man. Metal Man's best. This, the blade. It's it's, it's so best. OP. It's so OP and so I broken. I love that thing. 
but I do, I do think I wish, and what was maybe I wish Flashman's would last longer. Like I also like his because it's so random that you could like freeze the entire level, which I thought was very interesting. One one note about Flashman, and uh, you know this this goes back to eighties and nineties pop culture too. Um, there's like a, a part of the the music in that level that always reminded me of the theme song of Wild and Crazy Kids on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yep. What is your favorite in Mega Man series? Just uh, series it, it, it's two, but I mean three is actually a close second because I used to rent that one all the time. But two, um, I I played a ton. Um, and you know I was it. it the order was uh, Metal Man, Bubble Man, uh, Fireman, or uh, you know whatever. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I love three a lot too because it. I had the Play Choice Ten. It's on the Play Choice Ten. I played that a lot on the Play Choice Ten. I yeah. tried to I tried to do runs on that. I said so Fireman. That, I meant Heat Man. I knew that wasn't right. I knew it was Heat Man. That's Zippo don't, Man. Don't flame me. Let me tell you something. Uh, Capcom. It should have been Zippo Man. I don't care. Yeah, what it was Zippo meant, Man. What you think? It was Zippo Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. laugh at that. I'm like, you're like I was like, I literally, he's like, he's literally a Zippo. Because I had a I had a cousin that used to always flip his all the time. Like that little kink, kink, kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, it looks like it looks just like a zip. I don't know why they call him He Man. I hate his level though. His level, the stupid, the squares of doom, as I call. Oh them. yeah, those, those are terrible. I think someone should take like uh, the old, uh, you know, Mega Man two um, designs and like make them modern. So take like uh, Air Man and make him into a like bladeless Dyson. Well, they have uh, online. They have a Mega Man maker. And people make levels that you can download on the PC. It's crazy. If you go on nice. uh, GameSun Quick and you look it up, you can see all the. <laughs> someone made like Mario levels and Metroid levels, all kinds of stuff. Like you fight Mother Brain and stuff. Like it's pretty. It's pretty crazy what they can do with that game now. Ridiculous. And they make some pretty cool little little updates. Yeah. Uh, so we had homework this week. Uh, I had the uh, the Binding of Isaac Repentance. and you had the greatest Castlevania game ever made, uh, Lords of Shadow, uh, which is god of castlevania as i like to call it <laughs> by my silence you can tell how much i love the game he, let's, he likes let's have a let's have 10 seconds of, no i'm just kidding go ahead he he, lo- he loves uh mcdoubles he loves san francisco nas and castlevania lords of shadow <laughs> that's his loves that's if it, me if he had a dating site, that's what would be on there. He'd be like, I like long walks on the beach, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, and McDoubles. <laughs> yeah. McDoubles are so good. So good. <laughs> I would not complain on those. I almost went to today and got one, but I got that old Casey's Pizza. People don't know about Omaha. There's this this pizza that is tastes like the so lunch good, school. Man. It's so good. So good. Yeah, it's oh school lunch, like straight up. And then it's greasy and shitty, and damn it, I love it. I love shitty gas station food. I have to say this. I love shitty yeah. gas station food. Shitty hot dogs, shitty whatever. You not the sushi. I won't touch the sushi or the egg salad sandwiches, which I don't know. Yeah, that's extreme. But no, yeah, yeah that's that's playing fire right there. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a friend go in there and he did that, and I was like, "Are you serious? Are you really going to do that?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "You better hope you have a toilet next to you in the next hour or two." You know what? After we picked the games for the retrospective, I realized that you didn't do something, and it worked to my advantage. Ooh. You didn't tell me what I had to do in the game. 
You well, just no. said that I had to play it. <laughs> you had to enjoy it. That's that's the. That I had to enjoy point. it. You had to enjoy. That's impossible. It. That's, that is what I wanted. Impossible. You, I just wanted you to go like, damn. You know what? This is actually not a bad game. Holy shit. <laughs> no. What Dude, happened right. is I, I'm going to play this tomorrow. This what is so happened great. is I I popped it in my Xbox 360, which I had to dust off. By the way, yes. I can't even believe that that thing powered on and didn't red ring. But anyway. That's beside the point. I had a backup um, for PS3 for you. What's that? I said I had a backup for PS3 for oh, you. Oh, backup for Just PS3. in case. Oh, you're so kind. Thank Just you. Just in case. You're such a nice guy. I try. <laughs> I, try. I try to be the best person in the world. I do. So I pop in this game. Oh, yeah. And I, I also had to, like, find a, a working Xbox 360 controller, which, <laughs> which was dusty. And I can't. Man, those things were so small. Like, yeah. I, I didn't remember it being that small in my hands, like that 360 controller. Anyway, so I, I finally get like everything hooked up and I pop in the game and it's just as blurry and like uh, it, it, it has motion blur. That game has so much motion blur. It's crazy. Have you ever seen like yeah. uh, the the original um, Transformers movie? Yep. How like during the fight scenes, everything's just all blurry and like uh, you can't tell what's going on because I think it's from that era, though. I think it's from well, that it, era. Exactly, it is from that era because the CG is so shitty that they don't want you to tell. Well, like say for example, like, like the PS3 had that issue too. I remember playing Heavenly Sword and fucking having that problem. Yeah, it's. I just think it's from that era. I think it's like I also like. I feel like we're, we went into fog mode. Like, PS2 was, like, a little bit of yeah. fog. But oh, then we got to 3 and Xbox. Oh. 64 started the fog. Yeah, the fog. I don't I don't, I don't, don't understand where it came from. But it was like, like, I remember playing GTA Vice City. And, like, it would be foggy when you drive. And then, like, stuff would just randomly just show up and stuff. Yeah. I still see it on my PS5. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, it, there was, there's a, a, a series, you know, built around the fog in uh, Silent Hill. Well, yeah, that's great. Because I've at least worked with it. Which yeah, I know. This is a scary game. Yeah. Oh, hey, How look, you... it's foggy, guys. Hey, don't, I'm not doing my Don't worry machines. about the fact that we put it in there because of the technical limitations of the console. <laughs> hey, you done making your Pajico machine? I got a little project for you to do. Oh, we have this problem with all this fog. Why don't we make it a scary game? Oh, that's a great idea. Come on over here until you get done with that Pinko <laughs> machine and make this the scary, spooky game. Uh-huh. And, and what's funny... Here? No. What's funny is they're like, yeah, foggy game. Let's make it. And then, like, you know, the 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 most uh, technically advanced, amazing-looking Silent Hill game got canceled. Well, Incredible. Well, Kojima kind of walked in the office and was like, listen, guys, if you don't like me, you can kick rocks. He didn't say it like that. I bet he, I bet he had a few little uh, F-words. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it were an American company... I mean, you know, this is a whole nother topic. You know, Japanese company, family-run companies, uh, as opposed to like a U.S. company. A U.S. company all day long would have submitted to his demands and given him the money that he wants because profits, right? Yep. Japanese family-run uh, business like Konami. Oh hell no! They're like Mr. Krabs. Like I like money. Like cell phone games or Metal Gear? Hmm. Well, no, they like money, money, but they also, I mean, you know, they're traditional in that, like, they don't take disrespect from people. So, you know, Kojima knows how much he's worth, but that it's still doesn't mean that him. he's part of the family. You can't, you can't, this is, this is the problem I have, all right? You can't go like, here you go, here's all your toys, go out and have fun. 
and then come back and be like, uh, give me those toys back. You can't have fun. That's not yeah, allowed. No. Yeah. And it's Build your solid like, five. They and 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 your boy is speaking of which Lord Shadow, he was his his team was working on this game. Yeah, his team was working on it, but okay. So this this is all right. I don't think I've ever said this publicly why I hate this fucking game so much. I <laughs> hurts my soul. Gotta calm God. down. My blood pressure. <laughs> anyway. So bad. So when they announced Lords of Shadow, I was all in. All in. Patrick Stewart's doing the voiceover. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It's a new Castlevania game. Oh my gosh. Kojima's team is involved. Holy shit, this is going to be the best Castlevania game ever. No, no, it's not. <laughs> so they Engage. took me from, they took me from, on a scale of one to 10, they took me from a 15,000 to a, a one. You know, like my expectations were just off the charts. And uh, they, they put out a turd. My, my got, favorite franchise. It's got a war game. I mean, like, it's got a war junior. I, I mean, uh, it's got merit. Yes, okay, fine. It's got merit. A it's, it's a playable game. It's it. not terrible. It's not It's not Castlevania 64. I'll give you that. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Critters 3. You know, it's, it's not as good as the first two. It's always, a, it's like the third, it's like the third one in the movie where it's like, oh, it's, it's, I'll watch it. It just it's makes me angry because it was the biggest bait and switch. Bait. And it was a bait and switch from my favorite franchise. Hey, I I got burned, man, and they haven't they haven't made up uh, made it up to me yet, Konami. Yeah, but this is what I'm trying to tell you: don't chase waterfalls. You just gotta creep, creep, creep. (laughs) You can't have scrubs like Konami messing up your stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's coming back. I'm telling you, it. You, Konami would not be dropping all these games on limited run games. By the way, like you, you want to buy everything for them, it's going to cost you ten thousand dollars. But another, that's another topic for another day. But like the, I feel like they're they're putting their feet back in the water. Like, oh, maybe maybe consoles are coming back. You know, and and dude, do you really hear a lot of people playing mobile games? I don't really. I I literally I can't do them. I I really can't. Yeah, they're that, like, they're uh, like that's paywalls. a good that's a good topic. Are mobile games video games? Because yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna roast some people. I'm gonna call out some people. Vampire Survivor. Huh? <laughs> Vampire Survivor. <laughs> well, that's technically gonna be on Nintendo Switch now. Yes. So. <laughs> so I'll go first since you, we had to cool, cool your jets real quick on this this this, <laughs> yeah. this thing. So this 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 troll over here thinks he's slick. Uh, I played the uh, greedier edition of this game. And let me tell you what, that that freaking uh, liar liar thing with me yelling, oh, come on, with like spitting water out. That's yeah. basically my entire weekend of playing this. Uh, I didn't get past the third level on that game. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't like, the, this is two things I don't like about it, okay? You can't stab me to hit the button for me to play. I don't understand that. That makes no goddamn sense. I mean, I should be able to just push the button and play. But yeah. you just make it worse. It's like walking through those 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 spike doors. You're just knocking energy off me for no apparent yeah. reason. And then, basically, the only thing I'm buying for myself is hearts. That's all I'm buying for myself is hearts. And, and it's like the lotto, 
Okay, people don't realize this. You have yeah. to get lucky to get something to 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 move forward. Yeah. Well, I power you know are I, like in between because I don't know the power ups like you do. Exactly. So it's like I'm just touching them. Let's exactly. See what there there are hundreds of of items, and each of them have synergies with each other. So you have to be intimately familiar with that game to be able to maximize what is given to you on any given greed or greedier run. So what and if it you is don't know what you're doing, then you're not going to beat it. So it's like, basically like I'm on a first date and a bar over here has been married for 30 years with this game. So like, I don't know any concept of, <laughs> of like what's going on with this. And like, I'm just like, I'm just going on this date and I'm just going around. Why is this going bad? Why is this going bad? What's going on? Does she like me? Does she not like me? What's going on here? And just complete confusion the entire time when I'm playing it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's good, what's not good. And yeah. then, like, the, the power-ups were, like, 15 coins. I could barely get four because I have to stop yeah. that thing because there's too many <laughs> fucking uber-fucking enemies that fucking destroy me. Yeah, and I'm so like, the, the enemies are basically twice as hard in greedier mode, and you get half as much money. Yeah, and it sucks. And they can have a countdown. So you have like a 10-second clock, yeah. and it goes. And then like another set of – I didn't know that at first. I was just yeah, like – Yeah, more oh, waves of enemies come. I didn't know you had to stop the button. The first time I did it, I had literally like the entire screen covered in freaking enemies. I'm just running yeah. around screaming. But I like the game. I like the concept of the game. I like that it's like it's kind of like got it's a Zelda dungeon game. feel to it. Uh, I like the roguelite stuff to it. I like the randomness of it. But the problem is, is that – if I don't know what what I'm getting, I don't know how to go yeah. forward in the game. And, and and that that is is the beauty of that game because if you take to it, the more you invest time into it, the better you get and the more fun it is. But uh, if you pick it up, it's and don't take to it. It's intimidating and yeah. uh, hard to to a fault. So I feel like like when I was over at your house and watching you play, I feel like I was sitting there with a college professor, like just listening to this. Like, oh, this is what this does. This is what. Yeah. This. Oh, I, know I know about hidden my heart, walls. Man. I know about hidden walls until you told me about hidden yeah. walls. I was like, I didn't know even know that existed. It's a really, really great game. I'm not hating on it or anything like that. If you like really, really hard games, uh, and also you're into Zelda dungeon crawlers and roguelike games, this is definitely up your alley. Yeah. I still say this is a, a 10 out of 10 game. Uh, yeah. the, oh, all the yeah. updates are needed to it. It's super fun. It's insane. But you might want to do some research before you play. <laughs> That's <laughs> all this sure. For sure. Now, now the main event. We are here to hear this beautiful man over here uh, talk about the best Castlevania game made in the last century. Uh, Lords of Shadow. If you don't know nothing about it, it's like you took God of War, Devil May Cry, and Castlevania, and you made a baby on it. So, yeah. please give me your amazing review on this game. Mm. Um, so since I was forced to play it, I I look at that game. What's the opposite of rose-colored glasses? Because you know, rose-colored glasses. If you look at something with rose-colored glasses, then it, everything's rosy and everything's uh, amazing, and and that's usually what happens whenever nostalgia. Uh, happen, you know, like if something's nostalgic to you, you look at it with rose colored glasses, thorns um, in your eyes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, exactly. I think I, I, I play this game with uh, forks in my eyes. Um, 
and, and it, it was pain, like I I think I actually had a visceral like uh, reaction to playing the game. Like my eyes. I so every once in a while I'll play video games or like I'll be doing something like video editing or whatever, and my eyes will be really bad because of my allergies, and I can't even like open my eyes. That actually happened while I was playing this game, which was really funny to me. So you're saying that Castlevania gave you allergies? Yeah, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> I'm allergic to, to crappy Castlevania games. Doc, Clearly. do you have a prescription for this? Just holding up a Lords of Shadow game? Yeah. <laughs> it's giving me hives. So, I mean, like, yeah, the gameplay is very much like a God of War game. Um, the combat is pretty, pretty good. Um, the platforming is where I really take issue with it. And and that's where all that like motion blur comes in. Um, it's not pretty. It's not, it's not a pretty game. It's really distracting. I can't, I can't look past that motion blur. It's so bad, man. Um, but like, yeah, the, they have like a power up system where like you can, uh, you know, get new abilities and make yourself stronger and, and whatever. Um, I played this game back when it, it first came out. I, I don't even know what year it came out, but uh, I played it when it first came out. I actually like pre-ordered the game. That's how much I wanted to play it. So this is my first time playing it since then and like putting it down and being disgusted with it. <laughs> I could just imagine you the night before it came out. You're like, I'm gonna get some well rest tonight, Castlevania. Yeah. I'm gonna go pre-order and pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. It's gonna be an exciting day. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will praise it on are the boss fights. It's really fun. The boss fights are fun. Well, they do like Shadow of the Colossus, which is basically, you know, yeah. Everyone stole from Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know what the deal was back. Yeah, there. and and uh, in in the era where uh, Lords of Shadow came out, everyone was. Um, stealing from god of war um what was uh what was the one um with uh you play as like uh one of the four horsemen war what's that what's that series uh what the uh, damn it i know what you're talking about yeah i can't remember dark siders uh yeah dark siders or something like that something siders but anyway they they stole from god of war as well Everyone was stealing from God of War because God of War was such a like successful formula. I think this is what, this is my theory on this too. Uh, I think Devil May Cry did it first. Devil May Cry did it first, and well, God of yeah. War perfected it. That's why I yeah. think I think I think they took the the foundation of Devil May Cry, and then they basically upped it a notch with Santa Monica Studios. I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, yeah, you're right. Devil May Cry needs to to get the the credit there because they were kind of the first over the top um crazy like shooting and and slashing yeah oh yeah Yeah. just like so much agility it's it's an agility fighting game you know like adventure or whatever um but my my opinion of the game doesn't change um just because it was supposed to be something so much better to me um, and, and it ended up being disappointing and they haven't come out with anything since. So now it's just like, it, I, I view it as the end of the road for Castlevania until they make something new. So it just makes me sad. <laughs> I, I don't, I think, I think if they got like NT creates, they get like dot yeah. they need a good, they get team. one of those, they, if they get a good team behind it, like the same thing, like when Ninja Turtles, when, when Nickelodeon was like, we're going to get these retro guys and they made that amazing shredder's revenge i mean there there is an option like that but i think yeah 
your boy, your boy that uh, did the you know, Curse of the Moon, he's like, I'm doing it. If you don't want to do it, then I'm going to do it. And I think he killed it. I mean, that game is awesome. And it's, it seems it's such a better, like, it's a better version of Castlevania 3 to me. Like, yeah. the Curse of the Moon. It's, oh, yeah. It's really, really amazing gameplay. And yeah, it just he's sucks talking that, about like, uh, Koji Igarashi and his team. I just think Konami just lost all their talent. They, instead of, you know, supporting their talent, they turn around and destroy their talent. And I think with the, with the with the common issue with uh, video game companies, it's like I want it now. I need to get the money now. I need to get the money now. But they give time, like say for example, your Tears of the Kingdom. They give them like a long dev time. Yeah. They can make their creations and make them amazing. They just don't want to wait that long. And I think that's the same thing Konami's doing. Yeah, and uh, uh, where where I think uh, Kojima went wrong, and maybe Igarashi. Who knows? There's there's just no telling, really. Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall and be able to speak Japanese too. So a Japanese fly, I'd love to be it. Um, but uh, Kojima, you know, kind of like hemorrhaged hemorrhaged money. He he was he had a bloated budget and like uh, Konami basically, you know, just cut him off instead of letting him finish that that game in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, they cut him off and they didn't let him finish it. And they're like, okay, that's it. And you're done. And let's just put it out. Um, and it sucks because it's an incomplete game now. And everyone knows that, uh, like what, what could have been, um, and the same thing goes for Igarashi. Like, you know, he, he became more famous than Konami and that, uh, that family who owns Konami didn't really like that. So... You can't you can't hate though on talent. You can't be like oh. that. Be like that. Be like me, for example, like hating on Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh yeah, he's a terrible quarterback because he's he's not doing what I want to do. Like, say for example, like Aaron Rodgers was working with Green Bay and Green Bay didn't want to support him. Right? Yeah. Did not want to help him. They 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 used him in the news saying that he's a terrible freaking teammate and stuff. He goes mm-hmm. to the Jets now, and he's helping. He's helping the quarterbacks. He's helping the franchise. He's taking care of them, and yeah. they let him be who he wants to be. And that's what that's what I think happens with them is that uh-huh. they, they they do have some loyalty to that company. But the problem is is that because you know they got the licensing all those those great games, yeah. and now they don't have it. And like same thing with like Death Stranding. No offense, Death Stranding. I didn't like it. I really did not like Death Stranding. Um, I, game, as, yeah, as as the core gameplay, I totally agree with you. It was pretty boring, um, and repetitive. But uh, I, I enjoyed it because it was just a mind fuck. Yeah. And your your guy, like for Castlevania, like he did. I So, you know, you had uh, Afune and he met, he, he yeah. shit the bed. Kojima shit the bed on this one. But he was the only one that even like when he saw yeah, he like the, the feedback, like even he saw the feedback, like this is terrible. He's like, you know what? We'll just start over and we'll do it again. And he made this amazing, amazing series. Now he's got Curse yeah. of the Moon, and he's got his, uh, a new Sith of the Night with that. You know, so it's it's just mm-hmm. pretty interesting to me that like the way like that like that's the that's this is why I get mad at companies like not even just in our realm but also in the world. You treat your talent like crap; they're gonna go somewhere else. Exactly, exactly. You got to take care of your people. Take like, care of your people. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like you've you've got a good brand. Yeah, you own that brand, but your brand is is good because of the people behind it, not because of the brand itself. Fuck you, Konami. I mean, seriously. And I'm hoping that they, they I mean, like, I don't know why they're doing the remake, and I'm wondering who's doing the remake for Metal Gear Solid 3 and, like, all these things. 
but they are basically making all that money off them with all these like collections and stuff now. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully they'll change their ways and, and, and like that. And uh, my choice for this week for you, uh, I know that you're in love with Metroidvanias, but I thought I would give you a different one to try. Mm. Uh, this is called the mummy remastered. Hey, cool. And this I one, to try that one. So this is, this is uh really crazy about this game. So this was made on the mummy for Tom Cruise and the game is better than the movie. <laughs> uh, the, Russell Crowe's in this movie and the, 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 the main developer of this game looks just like him. Okay. And so they wanted to save money and they just basically put him in the game as Russell Crowe, which is hilarious. You'll see that. That's funny. But the, the cool thing about this game, it's extremely hard. I'm just going to let you know that if mm. you die, your body turns into a zombie, you lose all your stuff, and you have to go back to get your stuff. And if you die again, you don't get that stuff back. Yeah. So the uh, you'll love Shovel the soundtrack. Knight. The soundtrack is a banger. Uh, but uh, it's a really good Metroidvania that does not get enough love and respect. And I feel like as a person that you know played a lot of uh, uh, Metroidvanias, you're mm-hmm. used to them. I thought I would throw you outside the box and let you try something completely different. Yeah, cool. That, I off, totally but, forgot yeah. about that one. So Mummy Demastered for the Switch. All right. So to trade you for the Lords of Shadow. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, I'm going I'm with a shmup. Ugh. But I'm not Ugh. going with any shmup. Ugh. Which, Ugh. Uh, for those of you, it's S-H-M-U-P, uh, shoot em up. Our shooters shmup. if you're from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going with a shoot em up. I'm going with a cute em up. Oh, I have that game. Oda Media's excellent. I have that game. Yes, I yeah. do. I got to pull out. So you, you have to play an anime booby uh, cute em up. Oh, it's Which cute. is a fun game. I, I took it easy on you. It's not a bullet hell shooter. Oh, my God. I, By the way, people that don't realize this, I suck at them. I, it's to the point where a bar saw me playing and laughed at me on how terrible I am. I, get, I can't do it. There's too much stuff on the screen. It makes me panic. <laughs> well, so there's, there's a special caveat to this one. If you notice, I've got the special edition of this. It's all shiny boxed. Guess what comes in the special edition? An anime body pillow. You have to you you have to sleep on the anime body pillow. Also, my wife <laughs> and you and you can't tell Melissa why you're doing it. She's she's gonna know something's up. <laughs> I just can't. I, I the only thing I'm scared of is leaving it around my kids because then they'll just think it's the funnest thing ever, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't have to explain to mom why I have it. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. I can, I can, I can set that rules. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to hear how this goes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her a name though. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm gonna pick a random name. I'm like, don't you touch my Sheila. Don't touch her. <laughs> I only, I touch her. Oh my gosh, so funny. I will put it on GI Gamer. Me playing games with it too. Yeah. Put my head. At, at least, at the very least, and actually, no, no. There's actually boobs on the pillow. So, well, yes. Sorry. <laughs> anime boobies that's right I'll, i will accept that all right last tweets corrections uh you know where mine's coming to because i'm going to do it again for the hundred yep, time yep. but uh do you have any last week corrections before we go you know i i really need to start writing them down this time um 
I usually remember. Uh, I know I had a couple corrections, and I just don't remember what they were off the top of my head. So um, I, I know that I made a couple mistakes, and uh, sorry about that. So that's <laughs> it. All right, go ahead. So in honor of uh, Jeff Getsky, if you don't know who this guy is, uh, he's my arch nemesis. He likes plastic. He likes making these uh, <laughs> schematics of cables to make sure he has the best picture and sound in his thing. He has an arcade where he lays uh, sideways on his pool table and shows off. I will provide a picture for it in GI Gamer 1981 uh, <laughs> of his sexy calendar routine. Uh, but also, he's the sweetest guy in the world. He always looks out for us. He is uh, hes a hustler. I'll tell you what. That guy, oh, he's a good dude, man. He, yeah, he's, he, uh, holy he, crap. He's, he takes care of everybody in our little group of people. Yeah. We, we keep the mysterious group quiet. Uh, this is this is our thing. But uh, Getsky, I appreciate it. Uh, he's always been sweet to me. He's always uh, taking care of me. Uh, even uh, when my dog passed away, uh, he he got everyone together to to give me Mega Man X4 on Saturn, which was like a, the craziest thing because it was super expensive at the time. He's always watching out for us. So sorry, Getsky, that I called you Glease. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have your name out there. Also, he's a doctor. He works in the Mayo Clinic. He's an amazing person. Always thinking about other people than himself. But I am jealous of his arcade, and I will probably steal his arcade one time. I, I have one gripe with Gesky. Uh oh. Uh oh. The, the the few, uh, <laughs> the the few uh, conventions, video game conventions that I've been to. Whenever he was there, he drags around this bag of trades. Dude, get something with wheels, will you? Come on, you can afford wheels. Dude, he's like a. I, I watched him at MGC. He's like a ninja. Like he disappeared in the crowd. Like one of the times I saw him like sitting next to me, and he was gone. And then I saw him like doing the drug deal with the bag. Like he was holding the bag out, and Courtney was there trying to get his, uh, trying to negotiate his stuff. So it was like, uh, Mr. Rightway was in his bag. Courtney was sitting there negotiating with the guy. Jeff's negotiating with him for something else. It was like this crazy, like ridiculous dance that was going around, and I was like, "What is going on here? <laughs> this is a, this is intense." Hashtag Gesky's game sack. Yeah, big old game sack. He has like probably the most insane collection I've ever seen. Oh, uh, dude, his Neo Geo <laughs> stuff alone—it's just insane. Uh, he's we we joke we with the the Neo Geo. It's like the uh, I call it the. I used to call it the BMW collecting, but now I call it the Corvette collecting. Because back in the BMW times, you could still afford a BMW. Right now, I can't. You can't afford a Corvette, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Corvette. It's it's now officially the Corvette of game collecting. That yeah, and sure. uh, the uh, the uh, what is it? The uh, the PC engine, like that. That stuff's out of control. Yeah, Turbo, Turbo Graphics is getting kind of out of control. Um, I I ditched my collection, man. I I don't regret it. Um, you know, I ended up with some Ever Drives. So uh, that's another conversation for another day. But yeah. Well, there you go, Getsky. There you go. You're you're officially also he also hates pineapple pizza. If you can make it in the comments below how how much you despise him for not liking pineapple pizza, that'd be great. Uh, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, like I said before, please support uh, a bar's Kickstarter. It has got 15 days left. 
we got to get this thing rolling for them. And uh, it's also going to be released later in premium edition games. If you want to save money right now, I would highly suggest doing the pledge instead of doing the, the order later. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on uh, GI Gamer nineteen eighty one on Facebook, and you can also follow me on Instagram. I throw different things up every day, and I appreciate all you guys supporting us. It's been a lot of fun doing this, and we will see you next week with our retrospectives. And hopefully, we can get him up and running on Alien Three. <laughs> 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 Have a good uh, weekend, guys. Uh, make sure that you open all your games don't keep them in plastic that's dangerous it will rot and melt them just letting you know <laughs> it's, it's a, that's a real safety thing see you guys next week bye later <laughs> <laughs>